0: and health and wellness coach for over 22 years I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies and what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Guess what we have for you today like this is a little bit out there isn't it? This is very out there. Very 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 out there not well, I guess it's out there because even 12 months ago, we didn't even know this was a thing. That's right. And so, we, we we really want to share with you something that we experienced this past weekend that some of you may feel a little bit out there and some of you may want to hear all about it. So... But we're going to share anyway. We're going to share it anyway. <laughs> so, it's... And I think it's really relative because it's all about conditioning your mind in extreme situations. Yep. 100%. That's what it's about. So... Take it away, Sam. Let's go. Let's get stuck in there. <laughs>
1: okay. So today we're going to talk to you and share with you what the temascal ceremony is. Um, we were really fortunate. Just a week ago, mm. we got to actually today a week ago. Yeah, it right. Was. Right now, I think we were actually experiencing a temascal ceremony ourselves, and we thought, you know, this is so unique, something you don't really see in New Zealand very often um like I put up my hand I only saw it on tv and in the movies
0: and so, I googled it last year and yep. I wanted to go to Invercargill to do it and I thought oh it's a little bit extremeish. however we managed to do it last weekend so
1: what is a Temescal ceremony you're all going what the hell are they talking about so a Temescal ceremony is a traditional sweat lodge ceremony so you know what that means
0: it's like a hot house yeah that's what it is very hot it's house a, house of heat that's what they yeah. said it's a house of heat yeah so if you actually it comes from the I
1: think it's a Nahuatl it, huh? language or something basically from the people of Mesoamerica it's been practiced for centuries by the indigenous people of Mesoamerica which is basically throughout the continent of America and in South America as well
0: and so some of the benefits I guess um you can that will they vary and we're going to share some of our experiences um many participants uh say or they report feeling physically and emotionally rejuvenated Re- rejuvenated did we do much research on this when we started no we've done more research putting together this podcast than what we did when we walked <laughs> in here, didn't it, we yeah. um so we can feel emotionally rejuvenated, we can feel spiritually rejuvenated, we can feel spiritually connected to ourselves, to our ancestors. Um, The steam and the heat from the ceremony can help you relax your muscles, it can help you ease tension and it can actually improve your circulation. Like all of these things we had no idea about. Mm. We were going from, well personally, I was going from a spiritual aspect because I wanted to know what would go on in there? So we're going to share that with you. Yeah. So, so basically,
1: what what happens to create the tent? Because we got to what we got to see them make it. Um, so we we did a sort of a kind of a more Mexican style Temescal because mm. the guy that came out the Temescalon or something, I'll get to that part. He basically took the ceremony and he made the dome for us. So he brought bamboo sticks. And created this big dome, which mm. was probably about four meters, three or four meters, four meters wide at least. Big circle. Mm. And then he threw big blankets over and over and over. So, yeah, this dome of... So it's almost um, like a
0: duvet. Well, For yeah, you in Australia, Australia, it's like a duna over top of it. And
1: just lots of them, lots of them, mm. piling them up. And apparently he did three layers thick. So, mm. both the three layers stop, um, stop the heat from getting out and make it really dark. Because it's important that it's really dark inside as well. And then you dig a hole inside make a a pit about that about yay deep and about a meter round and then another pit outside outside and then in the in the pit outside they put in a whole bunch of volcanic rocks Mm. and they make a massive fire and for about five or six hours at least the fire Mm. is heating the rocks and um there's very there's a ceremony that goes with it and there's a lot of Um, stuff that happens to make it all blessed and bring the spirits in
0: and all that sort of stuff before it actually begins yeah and i guess the ceremony involves you entering a small hole Mm. and crawling in you're crawling like hands and knees crawling um going in and everyone places themselves either sitting or lying around the pit so all the rocks come in they're really hot they Put water on top of the rocks and I don't we're going to share with you but we don't want to sort of go too much into the tradition Mm -hmm. of it and how it's run because good news is we're going to be bringing it
1: yeah we're Uh, going to be doing one
0: we're going to bring one to you guys so you can experience it so exciting we're in um we're, we're liaising right now and um yeah so stay tuned for this anyway so let's move on yeah so
1: the, the ritualistic aspect of the ceremony includes prayer, chanting, playings, um, music from traditional mm. instruments, and it helps to calm your mind, and it promotes a sense of inner peace and well-being. Um, there's all sorts of different sounds that they bring for each level, so you go through a series of levels, and yeah, they're all different, and it's about, I guess, I found it a great distraction personally. Mm, It gives you something for for your
0: mind to focus on. And lots of people participating in a um, Temescal ceremony, it can help them connect with their ancestors and their cultural heritage. And after we did our one, um, we didn't get the opportunity really to sit and have a conversation about it. So I spoke to a few people about it and I was like, what did you really love about it? And we didn't love anything about it. Um, and I guess for me, what I really loved about it is the the challenge, the, the overcoming the mindset because you are an extreme heat. And when I talk about extreme heat, I've done yin yoga and I thought that, I mean, hot yoga, and I thought that was extreme heat. Nothing can prepare you for this. Nothing. No. no. And... Hotter than sauna. Put it like. like, hotter than hotter anywhere you've ever <laughs> been. Like, <laughs> yes. we've been in Dubai. We've been, like, in Mexico hot, itself, because this is um, a traditional Mexican uh, ceremony. So, we've been in the hottest of temperatures in, in different countries, but this just is, like, on a whole level. Whole other level. So, basically... It begins with the participants lining up outside well this is how we did our one we we were lining outside we're gathering outside the structure right the structure is often adjourned with symbolic elements such as herbs or flowers feathers um, and it's considered a very sacred space so the ceremony is usually led by a Temescalero, Temescalero, yeah. that's it. Whoa, Temescalero. And it's really important to know that they are actually trained. So they're trained. They're a trained facilitator or a shaman, right? The actually, I spoke to him afterwards and asked how Oof. often
1: do people do this kind of a tri- ceremony, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, it's basically you can do it whenever you want to, but as part of his training, what did he say for? They had to do it four days, three,
0: three times, times a, a day." day
1: four days in a row was how they finished off their training for it and I mean I don't know how I couldn't I couldn't even fathom doing it once a day for four days let alone three times a day that's
0: pretty amazing yeah so they um smudge sometimes they smudge um participants with sage so we had the sage going all over our body so we're standing there putting our arms out so he was going front back around the head um heart around a a lot around around the heart, heart right and um, other herbs, basically to purify and create a sense of ritual. So participants are then uh, invited to enter the Temaskal structure, which is typically small dome shape, mm. like, and it's enclosed, made of stone or blanket. blanket so we did yeah. the blanket one, right? The structure may be heated by hot rocks that have been heated in the outside fire or by a fire built inside the structure itself. Now, the one that we did, the fire was built outside And in between each one, the rocks were transported. And when you say in between each one, I'll just leave that to your sense. We're not going to go any further than that. Because I don't want to ruin the experience of people that are going to join us when we we, uh, run one of these in Auckland. right. Mm.
1: And then they pour. So when you're in there, these hot lava stones basically are in the pit. You're all sitting there and it feels nice and warm. And then they start pouring water on and the rocks release steam. And the steam fills up the Temaskal. And then you sit there or lie down, whatever position you want to be in, on the ground, which is, or you can often they'll some sometimes they'll have it usually on grass, but they could also have it on a bed of herbs or leaves, depending on the culture where you are from and where you're having a temazcal.
0: And you're literally just enveloped in steam. And you're led uh, with prayer, with meditation, or chanting. And mm-hmm. for us, I don't remember any chanting. However. There was there a may have been, yeah, Definitely, there, there was, was singing. There was, there was some engagement. There was instruments. So there was, there was a, was a whole talking. ceremony over. I I want to fathom a guess. I didn't actually have because you remove all your jewelry, all of it, like watches, everything. Um, and we only we videoed going in. We didn't video anything else because we wanted to be really part of the experience. And do you remember if there was chanting?
1: I don't remember chanting. No. I just I do
0: remember singing and instruments and sounds. I think I was chanting, God help me in <laughs> Anyway, I think that was happening. No, it was, it was, it was a really a outstanding... It was, a, it was an amazing experience. It was a magical, phenomenal experience. Would I do it again? Absolutely mm. in a heartbeat. Mm. Absolutely in a heartbeat.
1: And the purpose of this ritual is to help you to connect with yourself mm. and with your community and with your spiritual beliefs. Mm. And the heat and the steam from the Temer skull can create a sense of physical and emotional release. Right, so did you a...
0: feel that? Did you feel no?
1: Yeah, I'm so... not
0: very good with that stuff though.
1: Like a lot of people around, are probably fifty-fifty. Yeah, there were those uh... that were you know there were tears. You could you know people that were releasing emotions. Um, I don't know. For you, you did you release some?
0: Well, I I guess um, there was a lot for me. Um, the the initial when you're in there and. You know people can be quite anxious in there or emotional in there and allowing them to be who they want to be in that moment but also not rescuing them and just sitting in your own space and not using that as a distraction to just be and when the anxiety comes up when the breath comes up and just you know, being the master of your mind and being able to slow down the breath and being able to slow down your thinking and focusing with intention because we all went in with an intention and my intention was acceptance. So I wanted to go in with the theory or the um, the ability to be able to accept more, I guess is the easiest way to explain it. So One of the things that came up for me, and I don't mind sharing that with you now, is um, part of the way through, my heart rate was escalating, and my thinking was really erratic, and I was just slowing down my breath and coming into the the breath work, which I am quite familiar with, and, you know, heat rises, so every time he was putting water on these rocks, I was be like, dude, like, if it wasn't so dark, I would have hit him, that's how much, like, every time you could hear the whoosh. And you're like, what? Are you kidding me? (laughs) And your brain, when your brain zoned into that because you know that that's going to escalate the heat in there and you're thinking, Jesus, I'm already at maximum. Mm. So I was noticing how my body was responding in a fight or flight response. And what I experienced in that moment was release and acceptance of fear and that came up for me and so instead of running from it which trust me I wanted to run like I was like who's beside me how can I get out of the tent um I sat with it and I kept sitting with it and then it got to the stage where it was just unbearable and my mind right was being the great trickster and it was trying to say to me Urs, this is not safe and it was making up all this rubbish in my head and I knew that because I do a lot of mind power and oh, yeah, I'm just thinking, mind power was damn good for that, wasn't it? Like, whew, well done, it was. So anyway, if you don't follow Robin Banks, you need to follow him because he's the one that's trained us about mind power. Moving on. So he said to us at one stage, you know, feel free, if it's getting too much, feel free to lie down. And I was like, okay, I'm going to lie down. And so as I, he said, the, the ground, the earth, just allow the, the coolness of the earth to cool your body and connect with the frequency of the earth and I thought this is beautiful I can do that and then I lay down what I didn't realize is that when I lay down it got so much worth like <laughs> so much worth I got more um I was hyperventilating and when it's hyperventilating I was my thoughts got even more erratic the, the great trickster and here came along and so I just thought this is my time to release fear Into the earth, so I just turned on my side and I just allowed from my heart space to open up to the earth one on one. And for some people, this is going to sound a little bit woo, 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 and for other people, you're going to be like, okay, this is cool, right? So I'm just going to share it. This was my experience, it's certainly not everyone's experience. And as I was releasing fear, there was resistance, so the acceptance for me was accepting the release of fear and bringing in love. So there was an exchange between giving my fear away to the earth, to mother nature, to the coolness um, and bringing in love. So I just visualized releasing fear, bringing in love, releasing fear, bringing in love, releasing fear, bringing in love and I just kept chanting that to myself the whole time and I just kept going and going and going and normally Traditionally, uh, the whole ceremony, you stay in the uh, tent the whole time, right? Ash be like, no, no, no. After that, I was like, I gotta get out of here because I'm starting to feel a little bit like woo, woo, woo. So I went out and I just, this was my experience by the way and I don't want to ruin it for anyone else or have any unrealistic expectations for anyone else. I just want to be really authentic and and genuine with you. So I crawled out of the tent and there were a couple of people that had already done previously and I just lay there and I just felt the remainder of fear leave my body and beautiful support at the retreat that we we're at and she was just like "Ursh, would you like water and I'm like I don't even know who's talking to me right now I don't even know where I am right now but I'd love water and she said where would you like it I said wherever and she just kept chucking cold water over top of me and as she was chucking cold water on top of me all I could feel was the word fear and the emotion of fear just draining from my body and being absorbed into the earth now that in itself for me was worth the experience. Was it pleasant? No it fucking wasn't. <laughs> it was not pleasant. So don't be going there thinking it's gonna be pleasant. It it's was not, not It's w- not made to be pleasant. That's not It's not to You're, of, you're it's mastering what it's about. your mind at a level that I've never experienced. And as I said to you, Bikram yoga that was a master of the mind. Becoming a qualified yin yoga that was a master of the mind. Every time I do yoga and hold poses, that's the only thing I can hold it to It's like one one thousand two And it's becoming one with your mind and not allowing a great trickster to overtake. So being the master of your mind, taking control of that in that moment and being okay to just experience however you're going to experience. So what I really loved and appreciated from the facilitator and the support from everyone at the retreat was there was no judgment. They encourage you to stay for the whole ritual and I can see 100% why. What I felt I wanted to do, whether that was my ego saying, get out, whether I didn't feel safe or whatever. When I had that water over top of me outside of the tent, that wrapped everything up for me. So that was a really beautiful experience. Would I have changed it and stayed in the tent the whole time if I could? No. So that was my personal experience. And I know so many people have stayed in the tent the whole time and it's like, yeah, I managed to stay for the whole time. And I thought, oh, a little bit disappointed in myself for that long. And as soon as I was releasing fear into the earth, I was like, no longer am I judging myself. So I not only got through release of fear, acceptance of fear, but also acceptance of I am who I am and I'll do what works for me. Even though, you know, there's an expectation there and you're highly encouraged to stay throughout the whole ceremony. I did what was best for me in the moment. So I had no regrets about that. And feeling fully accepted in that time was one of my greatest lessons. So it was, that was one part. There was a lot of other parts that happened. Yeah. Is there anything
1: that you want to share that when I was just... Um, I think like for me, it was more of a, I'm, I can't, I'm not sure that it was um, stress, but sitting in the tent, I think when you're sitting in there, I, I felt more empowered and more in control mm-hmm. when I was sitting and just having, just closing my eyes and just focusing on breathing and for me, the whole experience was about keeping myself calm, and not allowing myself mm. to get stressed because this is not stressful. This is okay. It's just hot. Everybody's in this. It's safe. Breathe in. Breathe out. So actually, practicing, but keeping calm. Mm. Um, when I did, sort of, lots of people were lying down, lying down, lying down, and then I thought, oh, I need to do this lying down. It must be better. So I did give in at one point, and I lay down. And I do regret the lying down because I think at that point it was a turning point where I'd actually already given in. So my strength went you down. Felt, I felt like felt my strength went down. In that moment. Because I mm-hmm. gave in from sitting and being in control. I had to give in and lie down and find find an, an easier place. And I felt like I'd given in a little bit. And that, I felt like I lost a little bit of my strength in what I was doing. So it was really interesting to notice like what comes up, everybody comes up with something completely different and mm. it sees it in a different way. And it, it allows people to get rid of negative emotions, tension and stress. Mm-hmm. and some people may experience visions or even insights during the ceremony. Lots of people have had people visit or have seen things, you know had visions and seen things from the past, or somebody that um, they care about has come up for them. So there's all sorts of things that can happen, and there's no right or wrong.
0: There's no expectation yours? either. Like no. you go in there with a purpose that you want to, like an outcome, I guess. And, you know, I I had also visions and I had insights. I also had um, two visits from my Nana who passed when I was a teenager and having her... Um, towards the end of the ceremony with me just gave me that inner strength and when Sam talks about that strength it's not that sitting down or lying up lying down doesn't make any difference because this is your experience so it doesn't mean if you're lying down you're weaker no. it doesn't mean if you're sitting up you're strong it's not like that and it's just a matter of how do you feel your inner strength is because you know I found strength in connecting with the earth at that particular time but at the end of the ceremony me and Sam had uh, changed places which was completely random and I just felt an inner strength and then I had my nana with me and she was just my I, my Samoan warrior and I just kept in my head enough, whanui enough, enough. enough and I just had her with me and she just had her arms wrapped around me and no matter how much water they put on those rocks in that seated position at that time I was fierce it was just like locked in I was comforted I was loved I was accepted and it that was the the difference I guess is knowing that it is going this too shall pass but also being open to experience whatever comes up for you mm. so that was our, a little bit of what happened at our our te teres- temascal temascal. Mm. And I think what was really cool
1: is you also we did a it's not always included in the ceremony, but as part of the Mm. ceremony that we did, there was a bit of a food ritual. So we actually We are
0: going to actually do exactly the same because we undervalued that aspect Mm. of it and the connection with you know preparing the meal and and things before it and then eating it after it was actually it brought closure Mm. and it brought connection it brought a sense of calm and clarity but community
1: Yeah, like Like, we've all
0: been through this experience together. It was magnificent. And if
1: everybody just walked off and Mm. you would lose that, whereas staying connected and then eating a meal that we'd all prepared prior Mm. and sitting together, everybody was just able to talk about their experience and Mm. connect at a deeper level than beforehand.
0: And, of course, different countries may have different food. So Mm. there's no set rule. It's not normally um, done at a ceremony, but obviously everyone... Some cultures have brought it yeah. in. Mm. So it doesn't have to be there. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, is there anything else that um well, I guess it's basically I want to share. like basically I guess the Temistal go? Yeah, the would, is who would be interested? Is this for you? That's what we want to
1: know. So basically it's for people um, who want some sort of a transformative experience. Hmm. Uh, and the benefits of having attending one of these ceremonies are really that you're, those that are looking for a spiritual or emotional healing.
0: Mm.
1: So Temescal Ceremony is believed to help purify the mind, the body, and the spirit.
0: Mm. Um, and, can and that be. was a yes, a yes, and a yes for me. What about you?
1: Um, I think it definitely purified the body. Oh, yeah. God. And it definitely did my mind. Because you're so focused, you know, mm. like meditation, you focus on one thing. So for me, being in there, my mind, all the other clutter of my mind was completely gone for that period mm. of time. And I was only focused on achieving this one goal
0: of getting to the end. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the other one, um, thing that we experienced is, and we didn't experience it, well, I did actually because I, I do feel it was a negative emotion, is people wanting to release negative emotions and as they want to achieve a sense of balance and peace. Mm. So for those that are seeking that, I would recommend this mm-hmm. if we haven't freaked you out too much, right? Um, and also the physical benefits, like the heat and the steam from the tema skull can have physical benefits such as improving your circulation. Uh, it's, I have to say, and even Sam said to me, oh my God, you feel it my face. My skin like, is
1: amazing. <sighs> like
0: you, you, it's amazing. It is amazing what it does to your
1: skin. And obviously being in the heat like that, it completely eases your muscle tension. Yeah. And it does promote relaxation or slash exhaustion (laughs) because after that you have no choice but be relaxed because you've just been through quite a stressful environment so you could be physically Mm. and mentally relatively stressed Mm. different to your normal stress so I don't want to use the word stress and you think oh yeah no I'm not into stress but it is it's an
0: experience so you feel quite relaxed afterwards. And I guess one of the most important things is to, if you are thinking of doing one, is go in with no expectation. Mm. Like, just, just, and, you know, we were sent paperwork, and I was just like, I'm not even going to bother reading it. Like, I don't, I didn't even know that we got sent paperwork, to be honest. Um, someone at like the retreat said cetera, I said, did you read all the paperwork? And I was like, No. Um, and I was trying to ask what happens here and what happens there and what am I going to wear and what's doesn't. And, you know, there was a part of me that just wanted so much certainty so that when I went in there, I didn't have to experience it fully. So knowing that, I just zipped it. And I thought, actually, I don't want to ruin this experience. Just like, you know, we've given you the context of it, but we don't actually tell you what happens in there and, and what mm. goes on. So for those that do want to try it, uh, we would love to know how it goes like if you've done one before please message us because you know the only people that we know that have done this ceremony are the ladies that were at the retreat with us on the weekend and you know there were a few of them that have done it before and we would certainly do it again I would actually make it a ritual if not three or four times a year so if I was in the vicinity um, especially if I was in Mexico and we love Mexico Mm -hmm. so you know we would definitely go back there and, and do it because of that would you know I think for me that would be at a whole other level right um and yes we will be running we'll definitely be running one in the next couple of months which will be lined with the full moon ceremony so it'll be like run like a retreat day or maybe a retreat night um and yeah we would love to hear from you we'd love to know what you thought what you know what did you experience like sharing is caring so put it out there and and yeah let's just see if this is something that you're interested in we are only going to be opening this up to maximum 10 people and we already have four we've already got four people so if and it will be around Auckland no longer than an hour now an hour 15 out of Auckland so and we're probably looking at the next four to six weeks so three three weeks and then another four weeks after that because we want to coincide it with a full moon and we've just had the full moon last Tuesday. Yep. So if this is something that you are interested in and this has piqued your curiosity, um, then private message us because we haven't advertised this yet. This has just been a few people that we know that we messaged and said, holy shit, you got to do this. This is crazy cool. And they're like, I don't care when you're doing it. I'm in, put me in. And we're like, yeah, we got you back. Right? So we haven't advertised this yet and we haven't finalized anything. So if you want in, you need to message us straight away because yep. I guarantee you the spots will go they
1: yeah it's such a unique experience it's a wonderful experience so it's something that doesn't it doesn't show up all the time and I honestly believe that when something um, shows itself there's an opportunity that comes you must take it because you may never get the opportunity again opportunities are
0: everywhere right thank you we're gonna leave you on that note right opportunity is everywhere you have to be open to opportunity because if you're not open to opportunity, you don't grow. If you don't grow, you're brown and rotting. You want to be green and growing. And last weekend, we were certainly green and growing. And it was one of the most <sighs> extraordinary experiences we have been through together. And the fact that i got a beautiful connection with my grandmother, I got to release fear uh, I got to connect with other women on the same journey. I got to experience community and connection over food. It's oh, awesome. Outstanding, extraordinary. And we could have said no to that opportunity. So celebrating us, yeah, just saying, fuck yeah, baby, and doing it. Not even knowing what it was about and doing it. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do for yourself this week, whereas you're a little bit scared of, and you're like, no, I don't know think about this conversation and say well shit if Urshan Sam can go and sweat it out in a tent and not know what's going to be happening right I can do this little thing and then let us know. All right everyone have an amazing week and don't forget to go and sprinkle some magic on someone because you don't know who's going to need a little bit of magic this week. Until next week everyone have an amazing week sending you lots of love and big massive hugs from us. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved. You matter. And you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.